The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This hour is sponsored by Sim Trainer. This is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break in. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. afternoon listeners and welcome to this beautiful fall afternoon broadcast of shooting from the hip i'm jeff jeff pedro in with mark avery and we're from sim trainer the dayton area's first indoor range and firearms training center you can visit us on the web at sim-trainer.com you can give us a call at the range at 937-293-3914 or you can stop down and see us at our building located at 2031 dryden road in moraine in moraine and we'd be more than glad to discuss with you any of your uh, firearms-related needs, whether you're looking to buy a gun, accessories, need ammo, want to take training, thinking about competitive shooting, thinking about getting your kids involved, whatever it is, we want to help you uh, get that uh, accomplished. Um, I want to um, mention, first of all, that we're so glad to be back on the air Boy, after several we weeks ever. of being preempted by UD football. And we're going to be off the air again for several weeks up until almost Thanksgiving time. Um, which I know for sure. And then basketball gonna, starts. Absolutely. Then basketball starts. But we don't have many preemptions there, interestingly enough. I think they, they somehow got the message that the people like the evening games instead of the afternoon games. They moved a bunch of them to the evening. So and, I'm and happy the, about that. And the venue sells a lot more food in the that's evening exactly games. Right. That's exactly yeah. right. So there's were, a lot of factors, yeah, I'm sure, that go into things. that scheduling. But we're glad to be in the air on the air today. And uh, even though this is our last show before the election, I wanted to devote – uh, this show to uh, talking about some issues. And I say that because we've talked for uh, several years, actually since we began the show over 10 years ago, um, about the slippery slope of uh, the left trying to um, deprive our, our rights, trying to attack the Constitution. We've seen examples of that relative to the Second Amendment. Most recently, we've seen attacks on the, the First Amendment and the Fourth Amendment. And then uh, now, uh, if you pay attention to the news over the last couple of months, there have been, months there have been attacks on the, the due process clause of the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendment, which if you know much about the Constitution and its essence, I would argue that's kind of the core principle and everything else centers around due process. And uh, we're going to talk in, in just a couple minutes with a special guest uh, who we have with us. Uh, we're going to have Sean Maloney join the conversation here in just a second. And we're going to talk about some of the things that are going on here in Ohio and how that's going to have pertinence to those of us that are involved in the gun world and um, and then talk a little bit more broader about some of the other, other issues leading into uh, the midterm election. So let's uh, take the time right now and jump right out to the phone. Uh, Sean, are you there with us? I sure am. Thanks for having me. Hey, Sean, I'm so glad to have you. We had you on the air several weeks ago, and we told our listeners we were going to have you back to talk about issues. Um, and we're going to do that later in the show, but I want to start off today's show by a very uh, um, disturbing um, thing that came across uh, our computers last week that uh, you forwarded uh, via the Buckeye Firearms Association and uh, several other entities caught on to it, and it's that the Ohio Supreme Court is considering amendments to the rules of superintendents, which would essentially authorize uh, law enforcement to confiscate 
um, uh, seize and uh, potentially destroy firearms of people who are um, uh, who have uh, temporary protection orders against them without due process. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about your legal um, understanding of that, what happened there, and what the potential outcome would be if it, it is um, if that actually occurs? Sure, Jeff. Thanks. Uh, the, the Supreme Court itself is the only body that changes its own superintendent of, superintendents of rules for every uh, court in the state of Ohio, whether it's an area court, the Miami Missile Court, or a common police court, or any of the court of appeals courts. And they change the rules of superintendents from year to year, and mostly they're not really notable. But this year there was something else, a committee, and I haven't determined who's on the committee yet, for domestic, to prevent domestic violence drafted a 174-page uh, document with changes to the forms for a civil protection order. Now, folks, keep in mind, a civil protection order is not violence. A civil protection order is you're in a divorce and your wife wants the minivan and you get a CPO, so she gets the minivan. No, nothing most of the time violent about it at all. And so what the Supreme Court did was they took these suggestions from this committee and they put them out for public comment. That's what they have to do before they, they sign them into law, so to speak, with the court. Well, these changes drastically changed uh, Ohio law. In fact, did a lot of things that the, our General Assembly has specifically, as, as little as six months ago, say that you can't do. Uh, there's current case law, and current Ohio statutory law says that the court can't do it. And their own case law says that they can't do much of what they're doing. And uh, every case, every time someone goes to file for some kind of civil protection order, no matter what it is, the first question they're asked is, does this person, does the respondent, whether it's a husband or a wife, a male or a female, do they have any guns, and do you know which kind they are, and list them all. And then even before the protection order is essentially granted, the, police, the courts uh, have the authority to have the police department seize your firearms, your ammunition, and your concealed, concealed carry permit. Now, two or three days later, you have a chance to be heard, and if the court decides that the CPO isn't warranted, guess what? The, the court no longer has jurisdiction. So the court that said seize the firearms doesn't have jurisdiction anymore because it's over with. So how do we get our guns back? Well, we hire an attorney, and we file a mandamus action in common police court to get the return of our own property. Uh, talk about an unlawful taking. And then... It even applies to non-Brady offenses. Now, when I say non-Brady offenses, uh, it, it's the Brady law that came about for domestic violence and was between family members. Well, non-Brady is not between family members. So this can even be a boyfriend-girlfriend. Let's take, for example, I have a blind date, and I go out to the movies for an hour, and I decide this person's crazy. I don't even want he or she to be around me. And so for whatever reason, a non-Brady offense, I go get a CPO. Guess what? The same thing kicks in. It's not the law anywhere, but this will authorize the police department to seize your firearms, your ammunition, and your concealed carry permit all over again. And it's all riddled throughout the domestic relations court. Now, what you're talking uh, about, what I understand you're yeah. talking about is all of these things would be in effect if these changes took effect. That's not the case now. That's correct. That's not the case now, but that, that's what will, will, will become in effect. And what's, what's kind of disheartening is, is a couple things. Number one, when Jeff, think about it. We have a committee that's formed that are making these suggestions to strip law-abiding citizens of their firearms. Absolutely. That's what we are. Absolutely. We're nonviolent law-abiding citizens, and we're authorizing the court 
to take the firearms. And then the second thing that bothers me is we have supposedly some of the best judges and legal minds in the state of Ohio on our Supreme Court. And four of those justices said, you know what? We should put them off for public comment, and we should consider these things. Now, that's terrifying, really, if you think about it, because what's the court doing? It's violating the Ohio Constitution, its own Ohio Revised Code, and its own case law. They're not following. So uh, that's why as soon as – and I came upon this accidentally totally. And as soon as I did, we only had about 10 days to act. And I want to thank all the gun owners that are listening that, that acted and let you know that in two days after the, we shut down two email servers. The first email server uh, was bouncing emails. I called and emailed, and they gave me a new email address. So now we have two email addresses to respond. We shut down the second email because we sent so many emails. And so I published at Buckeye Firearms and spread it out to Ohio gun owners, the OFCC, uh, the, the two phone numbers. We shut the phone system down. Wow. We had over 3,000 phone calls in less than two days buried them in, in voicemails and they didn't even have enough operators that to answer our phone. That's, uh, so that's what kind of, that's what kind of display of how gun owners put on. So, well, you and, know, so I like the, and those are ones that you sent out. And I know that, for example, I'm a member of Green County Fish and Game Association and mm-hmm. they sent it out as well. Um, and of course, we you know, Larry Moore, we sent it out. Right. So this is one of those, this is one of those people telling many people telling many, many more people. And it sounds like, at least word was delivered. Was word heard, or do we know yet? Yeah, that's yes, going to well, be it. I know. I mean, there, there's been several telephone calls made to me, uh, and the word politically that I'm getting is certainly the Supreme Court justices that are running for re-election are concerned. And I think probably more than anything, this put on a good display of just how strong grassroots still is in the state of Ohio. Absolutely. It was a grassroots thing. Everybody got involved. And importantly, those are the same grassroots people that can get your neighbors out to vote to make sure that we stay in control. Absolutely. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But I wanted to address one issue, Sean. As a career law enforcement officer retired now, I can think of the many, 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 many cases I was involved in and others that I heard about, both at the the local, the state, and around the country, because I was a police officer in multiple jurisdictions over my career. The simple fact is there's a very small percentage of total Um, domestic situations that result in some threat or actual act of furtherance with the firearm. And unfortunately, the media, many of the people involved, and apparently people like those affiliated with this committee, they automatically make the assumption that because it happens in a rare certain number of cases that we're going to err on the side of depriving uh, law-abiding citizens of their constitutional rights, and we're going to play it safe and take all the guns when we can. And it just seems it's so typical of the overreaction of people who are um, um, stupid about guns or just are are anti-gun, and they, they do this in a variety of ways, and it's strictly a gun grab in my professional opinion, and it's not warranted based on what actually happens in many of those cases, whether it's between husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, or even neighbors in cases where they get protection orders. The other really important thing is that you hadn't heard about this, and this is something that you and the Buckeye Farms Association and a lot of other people track on a very regular basis. I know uh, we even have a legislative liaison specifically dedicated to tracking these kinds of things, but this wasn't legislation unless, of course, you want to consider legislation from the bench, which is something that people like us who are uh, serious about the Constitution are strongly opposed to, and here we see this happen. Absolutely, and that was a problem. All the Google alerts that we have, all the systems we have set up, 
everybody we have over in the state house, nobody caught it. And, you know, all of a sudden it, it came up around us. And, Jeff, you made a lot of good points, and I appreciate your service. Even more, you're on the front lines for that many years. And you know uh, the actual statistical value of, of what the left tries to say. We, you know, we've been stuck with the Rottenberg Amendment. Anybody that pleads guilty or, or, or is found guilty of a minor, mis- a minor misdemeanor domestic violence, normally we paid those tickets off, and it's a retroactive law. All of a sudden, that's when that all came about, and that's when the hysteria started. And certainly the left uses any opportunity they have to grab guns to do just exactly that. Well, you know, this Sean— was, This was a— that case stemmed from an incident that occurred in Minnesota way back in the mid-'80s, and we knew then that it was going to have a detrimental, far-reaching effect, and and it certainly has. And I don't mean that in the sense that we haven't saved people from legitimate uh, harm or potential harm in the cases where you know certain circumstances have existed, but it has had uh, a deleterious effect on uh, individuals' rights, particularly rights relative to the Second Amendment. Well, and, and it also hasn't had, I'm sh- I know it hasn't had anywhere near the benefit that they were hoping for because just because somebody is not allowed to legally purchase a firearm doesn't mean that if they're determined to do something evil that they're not going to do something anyway. Find a way to do it some other way. Exactly. And, and many of those don't include firearms, and it doesn't make any difference. Sean, hang on just a minute because we're going to need to take our first break for the hour. Uh, but, folks, if you'd like to be part of this conversation and you have some comments that you'd like to make, uh, please give us a call at 457-1290, and we'll get you up on the board. This is Mark Avery with Jeff Pedro and Sean Maloney on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Sim Trainer is the Dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility. Sim Trainer is a members only facility featuring 10 individual shooting stalls and a mechanical target retrieval system. Their range is also climate controlled for your year round comfort. Sim Trainer offers both pay as you go and year long individual and family memberships. They're also proud to offer reduced rate memberships for law enforcement and military. Need training? Sim Trainer holds unique and innovative firearms training courses, including the award winning first shots program a concealed carry course and an advanced five course handgun series sim trainer is open monday through sunday check the website sim-trainer.com to find out more or call 293-3914 sim trainer the dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility 2031 dryden road in moraine just across from dpnl online at sim-trainer.com A real patient talks about many dental implants with Dr. Volk. I'm Susan from Centerville. And why Dr. Volk, Susan? What prompted me to call was the fact that he could do this procedure of a mini implant in less than a day's time. And the experience? It exceeded my expectations. I'm a white knuckle dental patient and this was done so quickly and so smoothly, it just took me by surprise. If missing teeth are bothering you, call Dr. Volk at 898-8990 or visit tvolk.com to schedule a free consultation. 
1290 and News 957 WHIO is part of the iHeartRadio network. You can hear AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO anywhere, anyplace, anytime on your smartphone or any other device. It's easy and it's free. Just download the iHeartRadio app and look for WHIO in Dayton. Then you'll be able to hear us around the world. The station that the Miami Valley relies on for news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security. Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. Subway Restaurant's new chef-inspired sandwiches sound so tasty, I can't decide which one to try first. Maybe a big turkey Philly. You guys really pack them with more meat than the everyday hoagie. Or uh, I'm gonna try the rotisserie salad chicken parm with the perfectly seasoned marinara. Could lasso me up the big melty roast beef with spicy brown mustard plus plenty of meat and fixings. Or sample the exotic flavors of a fusion tuna melt topped with pickled onions and teriyaki glaze. Inspired by chefs around the world and locally crafted at Subway, I think I just talked myself into trying them all. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Better squeeze that lucky rabbit's foot. Check your horoscope and shake that lucky eight ball. Powerball is up to $314 million. That's $314 million. Take on the odds your way and play Powerball today. Powerball lottery cards are here. Buy your card at the store. Get the numbers on your phone and we'll text you if you win. Learn more at ohiolottery.com. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Tired of the same old worn-out garage door? Add curb appeal with a new garage door from Dayton Door Sales. And Dayton Door Sales is your only authorized distributor of overhead door brand products. Call today or check them out online at DaytonDoorSales.com. We started off with clouds earlier this morning, but now plenty of sunshine is expected. Drier air continuing to pump into the Miami Valley with temperatures topping off around 53 degrees for a high. Into the overnight, we start to see clouds rolling back in and a low of 40 degrees. Into tomorrow, temperatures picking up to a high of about 60 degrees, still below the average, but warmer than what we've seen recently. Sunshine early, then clouds increasing and a chance for showers later in the day. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. Welcome back to the show, and if you want to get in on today's show, please call us here at 457-1290. We have a special guest, Sean Maloney from the Buckeye Farms Association and Second Call Defense with us today, and we asked him to come on to talk about a variety of issues, but we're going to kind of close out this segment. Uh, Sean, what I'd like you to do, for the typical listener who's not, doesn't have a legal background, uh, sometimes these these words, these phrases, these principles kind of get muddled. But for the typical person, why should he or she be concerned about the possible possible adoption of these uh, rules by the Ohio Supreme Court? Well, really, the first thing that happens is uh, you, you stand a chance and a pretty good chance of losing your, your, your civil rights, your Second Amendment rights, you know, without due process of law and in, and in a manner nobody thought could ever happen. 
and, and, and in fact, it's, these suggestions have been put out, you know, by the Supreme Court of the state of Ohio. With a, a Supreme Court, by the way, that I think we all felt pretty comfortable with relating to our gun rights, but it just shows us all that we have to pay attention to what's going on around us and we right. have to vote. Is you there know, is there a pretty good chance that, that they may just not have read through all 100 and some odd pages of this document and said, you know, we didn't realize that these were some of the things that were in there, put it out for comment, and then that was the first time they realized it? I'd like to think that, but from what I've heard, everybody knew what was in these documents, and, and uh, we've heard different comments that it was a volunteer committee that put them together, and we just didn't want to, you know, put them out by not accepting those for public comment. And I knew, and I've heard that internally, uh, the court argued for a while about, you know, if these were going to be put out for public comment or not. I'd like to think that, uh, but certainly, uh, geez, if you're a Supreme Court justice, You've got to be careful of what you're doing out there. Right. You know, Sean, I let off the show by talking about how, um, you know, there, there are people who are really uh, launching serious attacks against uh, the due process clause of the Second Amendment or the, of the Constitution, both in the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendment. Do you agree that the due process provision is one of, if not the core principles of the Constitution and something we need to uh, protect? It's the basis of rule of law yeah. in many ways. Oh, absolutely. If you look at what differentiates the United States from every other country globally in the world, it's the fact that we afford due process and, and, and constitutional rights and, and the right of due process to our citizens. Yeah. That's something that, that almost every other country lacks in some manner. You know, and if you followed the hearings of um, the Supreme Court nominee over the last couple of weeks, you saw that uh, due process was attacked on a variety of fronts. And what was really unnerving was you had senators, many of whom are lawyers with legal background, who really didn't have a problem indicating verbally to the constituents that, well, you know, due process really doesn't apply here because it's a different type of a, a situation, even though it could have evolved into something much greater. But to hear them just kind of outright deny the concept of due process was very unnerving. You know, you're so right when you say that because almost everybody from the other side of the aisle, at least from where we're at, they did. Due process didn't matter anymore because somebody said it, you're guilty, and you know what? Even if we can't prove it, you shouldn't be a Supreme Court justice, and that's due process. And that goes to show you just what the lack of due process can do. If you take the due process out of that system and you automatically uh, find guilt based on nothing but he said, she said, then, then that's what kind of country that, that we'd be living in. That's exactly so right. And yeah. due process needs to be at the forefront of, of every every government, whether it's locally, statewide, or, or federally, certainly. Yeah, and that was certainly a, a debacle. I, I have to say it was, it was an embarrassment. It was certainly, for anybody who doesn't know much about the law, they would certainly be even more confused because they had to believe common sense says individuals need to be given due process and that the process has to be given time to take let, let, let the course play out and that if you're going to make an assumption that you're uh, guilty until proven innocent, we've kind of changed the parameters that our founders had, um, you know, the very wise founders, by the way, uh, 250 plus years ago. And it's, it's, it's very unnerving and it's dangerous. And that's something our founding fathers fought for, uh, for our independence. And everybody, every person since then that's donned the military uniform, that's put the blues on and went out and walked the beat in the United States of America, they've been protecting that due process and living by that due process, you know, our entire history. And all of a sudden, 
uh, just haphazardly knee-jerk take that away. It should be it, – it's a sound of warning, and that warning is elections have consequences, folks. We put those people in, and one thing that's, that's greater than all is we have the power. We have the power to fire these people every time we have an election, and that's a great power that a lot of people died for, and so we can't ignore that. And it's a power that we need to take a lot more seriously because too many people just vote based on, well, they're already there, so I guess we'll just put them back in place. We need to take a break and go out into the news center. Uh, and before we do that, let me remind folks again about our phone number here at 457-1290. If you'd like to be in on this discussion, please give us a call. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro with Sean Maloney for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 2.30. I'm Dave Daniels with a WHIO News Update. Our top story, Ohio Task Force 1 joining up with another state task force to help with search and rescue operations in the wake of Hurricane Michael. Well, the chilly air is sticking around the Miami Valley. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now WHIO triple team traffic. Smooth sailing right now on most of your Miami Valley roadways. We are keeping an eye on a backup right now on 35 in both directions near Factory Road in Beaver Creek. That's about a seven minute delay right now if you're eastbound on 70 though from state route 49 over to 75 that eight mile drive will take you just about seven minutes and our top story in florida the devastation from hurricane michael is becoming all the more clear to rescuers looking for survivors in the storm's wake amber Kriskoff from wfox in florida says that people are coming back to find their homes destroyed this is just utter devastation Hundreds of other families in Jackson County face the same problem. Maxine Wester lost her home of nearly 60 years. I raised my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren. Emergency officials saying that over 200 people have been rescued so far. Ohio Task Force 1 joining up with Texas Task Force 1 to search some 800 structures in Callaway, Florida near Panama City. Warren County Sheriff's deputies are asking for the public's help in finding a Franklin man accused of child rape. 34-year-old Ronald Long is wanted on one count of rape and three counts of gross sexual imposition involving a minor. You can see a picture of Long on our Facebook page. Just search WHIO Radio. WHIO's Ron Otto with team coverage. A Dayton restaurant is listed as a total loss this morning after a fire at a strip mall on South Smithville Road. Crews say the Dayton City Chinese restaurant had caught fire late Friday night. Firefighters say they had to force their way into the restaurant but were able to put the blaze out pretty quickly. They think the fire started near the Friars. WHIO's Jonah Adi says no no injuries were reported in that fire. Now with the most accurate and dependable forecast, here's Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag. We started off with clouds earlier this morning, but now plenty of sunshine is expected. Drier air continuing to pump into the Miami Valley with temperatures topping off around 53 degrees for a high. Into the overnight, we start to see clouds rolling back in and a low of 40 degrees. Into tomorrow, temperatures picking up to a high of about 60 degrees, still below the average, but warmer than what we've seen recently. Sunshine early, then clouds increasing and a chance for showers later in the day. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar looking good. A beautiful fall day all over the Miami Valley right now. It's 50 degrees in Huber Heights, 50 in Springfield, and 49 in Dayton at 233. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News.
Whether it's true or not, have you heard the rumor? As an associate, your lump sum pension may be going away. Learn the facts. Come talk to me. I'm Mike Martinez, president of the pension group. Over the next few months, several critical interest rates will be announced. These rates will go up and impact your lump sum payout. Before those rates are announced, you need to know where you stand. That's why it's time to talk with me. At the Pension Group, we can help you better understand your pension options. When these rates go up, you could lose twenty, thirty, even forty thousand dollars of your hard-earned money. I can explain it all to you. More importantly, I can help prevent it from happening to you. For more than two decades, I've helped thousands of individuals just like you make informed pension decisions. Should you take the lump sum pension or not? Don't procrastinate. Give me a call to attend one of our upcoming workshops at nine three seven six six nine seventy ninety four or visit the pensiongroup.com. Don't face this alone. Give us a call at. 937-669-7094. Investment advisory services offered through the Pension Group. Think rising health care costs are bad? Well, Paul Bradley wants to raise our taxes, too. Bradley ran for office last year vowing to raise our property taxes, but we said no. Now Bradley's a special interest lobbyist who wants to represent us in the State House, all part of a plan to raise income taxes by more than $2 billion. We already said no to Paul Bradley. Isn't it time he got the message? There's a better choice for state senate. Steve Huffman. Steve Huffman's an emergency room physician, not a career politician. Saving lives as a leader in the fight against Ohio's drug epidemic. Cutting taxes by more than $2 billion to bring back jobs and grow our economy and supporting some of the largest ever investments in our public schools, while approving new reforms to keep charter and e-schools more accountable. Steve Huffman, a better choice for state senate. Paid for by RSCC. Get local news when you want it. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO have flash briefings now available on your Amazon Echo. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show, and if you want to get in on today's show, please call us here at 457-1290. I'm Jeff Pedro, and with Mark Avery, and we have special guest Sean Maloney with us. Sean is an attorney out of the Cincinnati area. He's very well-versed in Second Amendment issues, concealed carry issues. We've had him on the show several times before, and uh, we just, in the first part of the show, we talked about uh, the Ohio Supreme Court and some recommended rules that they're considering. Um, if you have the opportunity, you, did, you just joined us, make sure that you go back and review the podcast uh, once it's posted next week relative to that issue. And I want to move forward. We've got a big election coming up in just 23 days, and um, there are a lot of issues that are potentially going to unravel as a result of the, the outcome of that election. And I know that, uh, Sean, you've been uh, very active down in the Cincinnati area. We're doing everything we can up here. We've been telling our listeners that they got to reach out to their relatives, their coworkers, their members of their church congregations, their family members, everybody in their community. And we have to educate initially. We have to get them out to vote. Uh, Republican in the upcoming election because it's going to have serious consequences. We know 
Our current agenda is well established and it's moving forward. The conservative agenda, the Republican agenda is moving forward, but we know the Democrats don't have anything per se other than to resist, overcome, and undo what's been done up to this point. So that's very serious because every the, every bit of progress we've made up to this point can be undone if things go bad in the midterm. And Sean, I want to just give you the opportunity now to talk about um, the significance of this next election and kind of some some pointers you give our listeners relative to uh, what they should do and and uh, how we should proceed. You know, love, love or hate uh, President Trump, look at our economy, look at what he's accomplished for us as, as human beings, as parents, as civil, uh, civil rights advocates. Uh, I mean, the economy, the unemployment, uh, I'm proud to be an American, and everybody's proud to be an American again. But and, and think about how this can all be undone. And it's very easy to be undone. If we lose the House, or we lose the Senate, or God forbid we lose both, but we lose either one, it, it's 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 nothing but gridlock. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen. And if they take both, then they're going to do everything they possibly can do uh, to attack the Constitution. And the ultra left is going to is going to try to take control, and they're doing that. And fortunately. Uh, we in Ohio have a lot to say about that. You know, we have Renacy running against Sharon Brown. Sharon Brown has been the worst thing to ever happen to Ohio for many, many years. Everything from our education to projects to firearms uh, to health care, uh, Sharon Brown's been terrible. Uh, and, and Jim Renacy, he, he's something that is a successful Ohio businessman, born and raised in the state of Ohio, successful, much the way Donald Trump is, would be great, great for this country. And then if you look at, you know, what's happening on a state level, you know, the governorship means a lot. We have apportionment coming up. And, folks, that is who's going to draw the congressional maps. So if you get the wrong party in there drawing the maps, all of a sudden we lose more power, more control, because they're going to carve out pockets where only the liberals live and, and to make sure that they get the Senate seats or, or, they, or they get the congressional seats. And we have to stop that from happening also. And gunvote.org a lot of us are going to go into polls, and, and we're really not going to know who these people are. There's some elections that we have locally, township trustees and all the judges. You don't know if they're a DNR. You don't know if they're liberal. You don't know if they're pro-gun or anti-gun. You don't know if they think like you. Well, gunvote.org, print it out and take it to the polls. Something Buckeye Firearms puts out there, and it's, it, it rates everybody on, what, on how they feel about your Second Amendment rights and your right to protect yourself your family, and your liberty. And, folks, in my mind, and you can learn an awful lot about the person when you find out what, how do they feel about you protecting your own life and your family's life. You know, Sean, so there's you, a lot we can do out there. You bring up a lot of points, but I want to emphasize that uh, the individuals running, I call it lower on the ticket, the local judges, they have a significant impact on how things get done. So I want people to educate themselves, take the time to review the candidates, make sure that they, uh, many times people go and they'll vote for people at the national level and the higher, the, the upper level ticket uh, items at the election, they leave the lower ticket items blank. We can't do that because that's how they can sneak in the back door and win an election because we were apathetic to some of those uh, lower ticket, uh, uh, especially judges um, in, in your in your own county. So I want people to take the time to educate themselves and make those decisions. The other thing I wanted to mention, Sean, that you talked about, um, I'm so proud to be an American. I can think back to when I was a, 
um, my, in my early adulthood, I was in college at age 19, and I remember in, in 1980, and that's when the U.S. beat the Soviet Union in the hockey game. Ronald Reagan just became president. The hostages came back, and there was a sudden. Um, I, I grew up in northeastern Ohio during the 70s when the steel mills left town, and and uh, you know times were really tough in northeastern Ohio, and and we were in the doldrums. Well, all of a sudden, Ronald Reagan was elected president. The U.S. hockey team won that event. That kind of cast a, a a very positive eye, I think, on the international scene, not only from an athletic perspective, but from just a political perspective. And I know now um, what's happened over the last two years, anybody that's paying attention can see the great things that our president has done to restore our reputation at the international level. And for the left to repeatedly come out and make negative uh, allegations about what he's done relative to Korea, to Russia, to China. Um, most recently, the situation that's going on in the Middle East, all he's doing is waiting for facts to come in, and they're criticizing him for inaction. But again, it's just typical of their let's resist, let's uh, create a, a, a hostile environment, let's try to overshadow any good that could ever come, even if it turns out that um, he's right on this and he holds back, doesn't do anything until the facts come in, then he acts, they'll find another way to go. But we need to move past that, but it's important to know that these things are going on and that's what the left is doing and that's why it's important for us to be part of the red wave here in about three weeks. You know, you're, you know, you're so right in everything you said and unfortunately, we no longer have an unbiased media. Uh, the First Amendment exists so that our media, our, our mainstream media and our news outlets can speak the truth. Tell us the facts so we can make a decision. Well, that's no longer the case because uh, the media is a driving force behind the left and the, and the ultra-left. And we grew up really close to each other. I grew up in near Erie, Pennsylvania, northwestern Pennsylvania, and my senior year of high school was 1980. Yeah. And I can remember what it was like to be an American back then. Yeah. Uh, when, you know, Iran had the hostages, when everything we did, we couldn't do anything right, when Jimmy Carter just drove the economy into the ground. And then how good I felt after the first president I was, I was able to vote for was Ronald Reagan. Yes. And, I, and to cast my vote for that, and, and that's the big difference, folks. If you can think back to what it was like in the 80s when interest rates were 22%, when you, if you can think back to that, elections have consequences. And we deserve good government, and we have the ability to go out and get that good government. Now, when we're at work, when we're at a football game, no matter where we're at, we have to engage our friends, our relatives, the people we bump into in conversations. We have to make sure they know what we feel and how we feel because – a lot of people, that's the only information that they're going to get about an election is from their friends. And they're going to listen to you before they listen to a 15- or 30-second commercial. So it's important that we be advocates for our own cause, for our own people, and for our own future, and keep America churning and, and, and building the way it should be. And that's totally within our control. We don't have to be any, get on a pulpit. Or we don't have to go door-to-door -door or, or give any great amount of money. We just need to contact and, and talk to and advocate everybody that's in our circle, our small circle of friends, and encourage them to do it to theirs. That's how the grassroots elections are won, and you said you're so right. Local politics, all politics are local because they affect us first locally, so it's important that you pay attention to who you're voting for, no matter who they are, and don't throw your vote away. One Absolutely. of the things that I would also say is that when you see error, politely but firmly correct it. There are awful lot of people out there who are spewing things that they're being fed from those who oppose truth, 
And when they do so, they do it. And if they're not challenged, then the group of people who read that, read that, believe it to be true. And often the people who are saying it also believe it to be true. And until you come back, challenge that, correct it and say, this is not truth. And here is the reason why then I think that's that's another area where, especially in this age of social media, we have the opportunity to be a, a strong force for educating the uh, electorate and making sure that they do understand what it is they're voting for when they go into the voting booth. Um, we've had a, a phone call that's uh, William has, from Beaver Creek has been on hanging on the line for a while. So let's uh, bring him into this discussion. William, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. Um, ditto on getting out to vote. <laughs> what I wanted to mention is regard to the uh, domestic relations, um, seizing guns. The Fifth Amendment to the Constitution um, of the um, United States and the state constitution has a similar thing. Now I'm going to paraphrase this. But the second, we know the first paragraph. That's about uh, not having to. Uh, uh, right. Just go go, go on with your second part because that's the second important part, part of your issue. Second paragraph. Same Fifth Amendment is that uh, the government can seize property for a. Um, Legitimate cause. Yeah, for a, legi- for a legitimate uh, purpose. For public use. Yeah, public use, yes. But they must do so only with compensation. Full and adequate compensation. Yeah, the, the problem... If you don't get the compensation, it's um, gun it's, theft. It's an un- mandatory it's a, yeah. penitentiary time. Yeah, it's, what sh- it's what Sean talked about very er- much earlier as uh, an, an illegal taking. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're well. Just a little more ammunition for that issue. Absolutely. Thank you very much for uh, clarifying that. And uh, we've talked many times about all the amendments, but relative to the Fifth Amendment, just compensation is often controversial because uh, who determines just compensation and how that's determined, particularly in the in the um, aspect of eminent domain, it gets to be kind of touchy. But this gun confiscation is somewhat unique, and it's going to be, let's hope it doesn't happen so we don't have to try to uh, worry about what just compensation is Absolutely. because it's unconstitutional to begin with, so there shouldn't even be a, co- a compensation issue that follows up. Sean, would you well, agree with that? I agree 100%. And, and what the Supreme Court is considering doing, remember, they seize your firearms without due process. Uh, the order's over with. Where do I get my guns back? The court no longer has jurisdiction, so I have to hire my own attorney, and I have to bring an action, uh, a mandamus in common police court, to get my firearms returned to me. And w- talk about an unlawful taking. That's exactly what that is. Uh, I mean, because our current concealed carry law, if a police officer seizes a firearm, they're allowed to, if they do a traffic stop, they can have your firearms. Uh, during the course of traffic stop, but if you don't get it back, then you have a right to sue them to get your gun back. And then if you get your gun back, they got to pay for your attorney's fees, and they also have to return that farm due in the exact same condition it was when they took it from you. Absolutely. So, you know, it's so it's so strange that in that one part of the law, we can so the legislature so clearly defined our rights and our property rights in one section, 
but then the Supreme the Supreme Court of Ohio can put provisions out for public comment that it totally ignore our due process rights. Yeah, that is something that we simply can't tolerate, and it's really good to know that there were so many people who found out about this and immediately responded. Um, it'll be it'll be very interesting to find out just how the Supreme Court deals with this when they do come back and and review the comments and find out what uh, what their action is going to be following that. They now know we're watching. There's no question about that. What's their... Absolutely, they do on the Yeah, Sean, what's kind of... Is that important to them? I mean, from your experience, is it important that we're watching? I know you talked about several up for re-election. Yeah, it is, because uh, no matter what, every elected official there is wants to know what's going on to make sure they keep their job. Good. And, we, and of course, we have the opportunity to fire them with an election, they're they're very they're very cognizant of what's happening. They're very cognizant of the fact that we were paying attention, and yeah. uh, even when it was tried to be hidden. Exactly, exactly. They know that uh, we know who's behind the curtain now. So I would think, for that reason alone, uh, I would assume. I don't want to make an ass out of myself, but I'm going to assume <laughs> that this isn't really going to go any farther. Good. All right. That's we excellent. We're going to take a break, uh, last break for the hour, but then we will be back and we'll talk to Jason, who's calling from Centerville in addition. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro with our guest, Sean Maloney on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Update your home with big savings during Menards Kitchen and Bath Sale. Menards has deals to transform your home with Maytag brand appliances. Shop strong and dependable appliances for your kitchen or laundry room. Plus, right now, get up to $600 back in mail and rebates. Dependability lasts, but these deals won't. Come in today and transform your home with savings and Maytag brand appliances at Menards. Sale price is good through October 13th. Now, during Menards Kitchen and Bath Sale. Save big money at Menards. Hey, Paul, what's wrong? I've been at the counter the entire day, and I feel like people don't know we're open. Not open? Well, heck yeah, we're open. We're Indiana Oxygen, Dayton's newest gas and welding supply company. Our counter is now open to serve you. We're not a box store. We're family-owned and operated, providing superior service for all your industrial gas and welding supply needs. Visit Indiana Oxygen at 3012 Production Court, right off Webster at Needmore. Awesome. We should really broadcast that on the radio. The world never stops. It's constantly changing, evolving, moving forward. And so are we. Introducing Spectrum Mobile, built on America's largest and most reliable LTE network. Combined with a nationwide network of Wi-Fi hotspots, free talk and text, and all designed to save you money. The best network, the best devices, the best value. Spectrum Mobile. Visit spectrum.com today. Restrictions apply. Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. 
Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com. Better squeeze that lucky rabbit's foot. Check your horoscope and shake that lucky eight ball. Powerball is up to $314 million. That's $314 million. Take on the odds your way and play Powerball today. Powerball lottery cards are here. Buy your card at the store. Get the numbers on your phone, and we'll text you if you win. Learn more at OhioLottery.com. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. At Handcrafted Amish Furniture of Dayton, we offer our customers the area's best selection of American-made furniture for every room in the home. Bedroom, dining room, office, entertainment centers, TV consoles, and more. Come visit our showroom and see for yourself what makes our store the better way to buy furniture. Don't pay tariffs on import furniture that won't last. Check out our bedroom sale with up to 20% off bedrooms and special priced merchandise throughout the store. We are the standard for quality furniture in the Dayton area. Visit our showroom at 1360 North Fairfield Road in Beaver Creek or DaytonAmishFurniture.com. Join Premier Health for a free Panera Bread breakfast as we break for breakfast during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Find out more at PremierHealth.com slash B4B. That's PremierHealth.com slash B, the number 4B. Flu season is rearing its coughing, aching, feverish head. Protect yourself in just minutes with a flu shot from Discount Drug Mart. No appointment necessary. Most insurance plans accepted with a zero copay for most Medicare, Medicaid, and several private plans. Discount Drug Mart saves you the runaround. We started off with clouds earlier this morning, but now plenty of sunshine is expected. Drier air continuing to pump into the Miami Valley with temperatures topping off around 53 degrees for a high. Into the overnight, we start to see clouds rolling back in and a low of 40 degrees. Into tomorrow, temperatures picking up to a high of about 60 degrees, still below the average, but warmer than what we've seen recently. Sunshine early, then clouds increasing and a chance for showers later in the day. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. Thanks for being with us. This is Mark Avery with Jeff Pedro and our special guest, Sean Maloney. Uh, we'd like to jump back out to the phones and talk to Jason, who's calling from Centerville. Jason, welcome to the show. Hello, how are you all doing? Excellent. What can we answer for you real quickly today? I just wanted to know what your own personal opinion and professional opinion is concerning how to properly carry your concealed weapon. What's the easiest way to keep it concealed? Do you recommend a front holster, you know, inside waistband, outside, back, small of the back? I mean, what's wow. the... Well, I, I I will just take one. I'll take a shot at one of those. I'm not a big fan of small of the back simply because if you're attacked and you're knocked on your back, having a, a hard piece of metal right at the base of your spine might not be the best match. Um, but this is a segment that we cover in our concealed carry class, and it's a, it's a whole segment. There's really, it's one of those things that you kind of have to try some. It depends on your body type, your shape, the clothes you wear. There are so many different aspects of of uh, what works, what what are the factors that affect how well each thing works. I personally carry inside the waistband in a holster that it's a hybrid, has a leather piece against me to, to keep the gun from pressing in on me. Uh, Jeff tends to carry outside the waistband with something that covers it. 
and we've got people that carry all kinds of different ways. So uh, I wish there was a great single answer for that, uh, but there just isn't. We'd be happy to help you if you want to come on down to the store. We've got several holsters that you can try out, and uh, that, that might actually be the best way for you to figure out what works for you because that's, that's really the question that needs to answer. There's no one best answer for everybody. Jason, thanks very much for calling the show. Uh, we appreciate it. Sean, I want to just take the time. Uh, this is the fastest and uh, um, the best 37 minutes in radio. And uh, obviously, we're getting close to the end of time. But I just wanted to give you a couple minutes to tell our listeners, with only 23 days to go, what you advise them to do relative to um, getting the during a stretch run, what they can do to help uh, the final push. You know, there's a number of different things we can do. And believe it or not, we probably all know people that, older people from our churches that may not be able to, to get to the polling location. I always let people know on, on Facebook or spread it out that, hey, if anybody needs to ride the polls, I'm there to give you that ride. And also make sure that, that we ourselves know who we're going to vote for and why. So when people ask us for advice, and think about it, from year to year, a lot of people ask, hey, when someone says, who are you going to vote for, they want to say, hey, who should I vote for? And so when you get asked that question, you want to be able to say, this is who and, and this is why you should vote for that person. Uh, and just be ready. And as, as you both uh, mentioned earlier, you just got to talk. You got to talk to your friends and you got to be prepared. And you can't take it. You, you can't just say, oh, I'm not going to vote for that person on the lower end of the ticket. There's, and you can go to the website for the uh, Board of Elections in your county and you can get a, an advanced look at the ballot because – who has, hasn't walked in there and said, oh, my God, I didn't know these, these referendums are on the ballot, these school levies are on the ballot, these county issues, these township issues. State issues. Boy, that's really that. important to read that stuff in advance. You just don't have time exactly. to do that there. Yep. No, yeah. no, you don't have time whatsoever. And, and instead of being shocked and surprised and then walking out and saying, telling your wife, I couldn't vote for the last three people because I had no idea who they were. Absolutely. Uh, when I first moved to, to Ohio after law school, when I went, came in the, the Westchester area in 1991, I didn't know anybody. I yeah. walked in the polling booth and thank God there was a conservative group handing me a sample ballot that, that <laughs> answered a lot of questions right. for us. But folks, be ready to talk to your, to your circle of friends. Be ready to advocate for what you believe in. And it's not that difficult. That's how elections are run. Think about it. I would say how this also. Don't be a single-issue voter. That's don't right. take no. I don't care what the issue is. And, and obviously, we're very strong Second Amendment advocates, but there's a lot more to pay attention to and to care about than just the Second Amendment. I think if someone is strong on the Second Amendment, then you've got to look a little bit deeper, especially because there's a whole lot of things that can affect our liberties and our freedoms that may not be in immediately obvious. Sean, we're going to have to uh, wrap it up here. I want to thank you for joining us. I hope that in a few weeks we'll be able to have you back for a post-election celebration show, and we'll talk about all the, the good things we've accomplished and where we're headed from there. But thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It's been great fun. Okay, one more thing I want to remind our listeners. People ask me all the time, you know, in the last few weeks, so where's the best way to make my donations and spend my money? Um, my advice is to the local Republican Party because then they can distribute that money uh, where it's needed in the final push because they have a better idea. They have their finger on the pulse of what's going on. So um, let's, uh, let's keep our fingers crossed. Let's uh, get out, get the messages out there, and we'll be good to go. Thanks for being with us. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.